haven't said anything. But, oh, I thought we were having a, st- a, bl- a no blinking <laughs> contest. Yeah, we can't just start with like 10 seconds of no one talking. Dead air is what it's called in the industry, and it's an absolute no no. Dead air. That's what they used to say at radio school. No, no matter what you say, no matter what you do on the radio, don't allow for dead air because it just can't get worse than that. Well, I suppose like. Because you can hear buddy people breathing and stuff. Yeah, or chewing. JJ Feeney. <laughs> In the trough. That's a bit mean. Yeah. Um, Don't like it, though. Nah, neither. No. I thought Dead Air was that movie that Bruce Willis was in, where they have the plane. Armageddon? No, no, I'm thinking of Con Air. Oh, yeah, that's a great film. That's yeah. another Nick Cage. We've been talking about Nick Cage off air. Yeah, yeah, we is have. He a Nick, does anyone call him Nick Cage, or is it Nicholas? Um, I feel like most Nicol- Nikolai, yeah. is that more than one Nicholas, go by Nick. Yeah, it should be Nitch or Nico. I thought about doing a late uh, yeah. I thought about doing a late name change for myself, Nico Taylor. It's got a nice ring to it, eh? Yeah, but you're not a professional rugby player. That's a rugby player's name. No, it's not. Or just a scumbag's name. No offense to any Nicos out there. Um, we actually went to primary school for Nico, and he threw scissors at someone's face once. So good for him. Yeah, he's now starting first five. No. Um, <laughs> But yeah, we were talking about Nick Cage because we were going back to about 10 episodes ago. Uh, not that we're living in the past. Not that we're um, the only ones listening to our current, uh, <laughs> our current pod. Um, but National Treasure, there was going to be a third one. And that got us talking about, we're not going to do the whole what deserves a third because obviously National Treasure is absolutely up there. On the gold medal. Amongst others. But what... Maybe things that have happened not in our personal lives, but in the world that there needs to be a movie made out of. Yeah. Like, I, I tell you what, if it was made about our personal lives, there's only one section of the video shop it would be in, and that's behind the bead curtain. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be banned all over the world. What? If there was going to be a movie made, <laughs> why would it be banned? You don't want to know. <laughs> Dark. If, you, if there's going to be a movie made about your life, who would play you? Oh. And... What section of the video store would it be in? Other than obviously documentaries, because that's fucking <laughs> sort of goes about. So. I'd imagine fiction, probably. Fiction. Yeah. Yeah. Stranger um, than. Yeah, and probably for, um, who would play me? Maybe Idris Elba. <laughs> Purely just nice. for similarities. Yeah. Mm. Just the raspy voice, mm. the no nonsense sort of attitude. Yeah, nice. The man that can sort of be, you know. Have be covered in motor oil and the overalls, beating someone to death with a you know a big wrench, mm. or in the suit and the uh, bow tie. See, the only gripe I've got with that is Idris Elba could not play you for one reason. What's that? He's just got a different body structure and British. Yeah, and British as well. I don't think he could nail the Kiwi accent. Yeah, but um, everything else, I reckon he'd actually play you really well. Yeah, yeah. 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 What he'd about have... yourself? Who would play you? Um, I'm Caitlin thinking, Jenner? no, yeah, post, post op, I was thinking maybe the girl of Stranger Things. I don't know who that is. Um, but I'm she, sure I like Have that. you watched Stranger Things? Well, if I'd watched Stranger Things, I'm pretty sure I'd know the girl who you're referring to of Stranger Things is. So the answer is no. Um, I don't actually know her name, but the girl of Stranger Things could probably play me. Other than the obvious Ryan Reynolds. Are you just nailing that purely on the bone structure? A little girl. That's sort of the body shape. Millie Bobby Brown. That's a cool name. Don't, what do you reckon? So I'm just holding a photo up. Everyone will know yeah. what she looks like. I reckon she could play me. Um, she kind of looks a little bit like a school shooter. But, yeah. <laughs> but then again, so do you. I could see her. Yeah, exactly, exactly. 
Um, and as for the section I think it would be in, maybe like rom-com. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah. A bit of a rom-com sort of life. I'll tell you what, that's... That horror? Yeah, <laughs> that would be. Well, a young, be a young girl cut. playing a mid-20-year-old Kiwi male uh, in the rom-com. That's, <laughs> that's ticking all the horror boxes for mine. Uh, but Do you like horror movies? Hate them. Never been I a fan of them. horror movies are... I put them, people that love horror movies, in the same bracket as people that unnecessarily reverse into parks. Yep. Uh, they just show off. It's just showing off, isn't it? Someone rang the radio the other day, some absolute rascal, when I was listening, and said um, she only watches horror movies and will only watch them on her own at night. I just... What, what, what I don't enjoyment understand. do you get out of that? Do you that? not like them? I don't mind them. You like, don't mind them. I don't know why you would want to be scared. I why don't do you e- want to be scared in life? I, just, I can watch the news and be scared. Does, could the same argument be made for just skydiving or those sort of things? Well, I don't want to jump out of a plane. I don't want to bungee jump, but a lot of people do it. You have actually done quite a few, you know, adventure sports. Bit of an things. extreme sportsman. Yeah, like you um, like to Sorry, think. Mr. Pastrana, I'm still yet to get back to you. Uh, you what know? do you mean? What do you mean? Not, what do you mean? What do you mean? Did I not sum it up? Like, but like adrenal, that's, that's but that, adrenaline. Then you you're scaring adrenal- yourself in another way. Mm. Yeah, I get it. Like those Japanese TV shows where people are scared of uh, scorpions, so they just dump like a whole container ship of scorpions on them. Or the <laughs> Fear Factor, but like a way more intense version. Or where they have the the tube going into both their mouths, and there's a beetle in the middle. Yeah. And they've both got to blow the tube. Yeah. <laughs> All I'd be hearing on those shows was um, evidently fear is not a factor for you. Yeah, nice. That's no, when you know you'd made it in life. I never liked the eating ones, eh? Remember Who Dears Wins? Did you ever watch that? Mm. Might have been a bit before your time. But they used to go up to people. Like I just remember them going, it was almost set in like a racket and mall type setup. It was an Aussie show, I'm pretty sure, from memory. But they'd be like, will you eat this plate of worms for 50 bucks? And the boogie man just goes... Yeah, <laughs> I'm coming to get, smashes the clock over his head. We just missed a minute. He was like, "What are you doing?" Um, and they just go up to strangers on the street. Yeah, or just like live television. Yeah. So I'm just crunching on my throat here at the moment, hey? oh. so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I it, it rings a bell. Yeah. I do remember the show going straight. Right. Do you remember that? No. What section of the video shop was that? <laughs> it was. Um, it was a show, it might have been Kiwi or Aussie, and you had a straight line, you were normally blindfolded, and you had to just go in a straight line, mm. but there would be like explosions going on around you, or you'd have no blindfold on and you'd be crawling through like a vat of like worms, or like something just real gross, or something just like awful or something, but you've just got to go in a straight line, and if you do it, it's these challenges... Um, yeah. So a group of my friends from Dunedin, they had a red card one Sunday morning, mm. and they did a thing called the Amusing Race, mm. where they started on the roof of their flat. There was five of them, and they all picked a direction, and you had to just go straight for five kilometres, no matter what was in front of you. So you'd have a goon and half a bottle of gin on the roof, and then was, you just were any of them facing like east. Towards Caroline Bay? I don't know, probably. What, Tamaru? No, what's the bay there called? I always get confused. Irrelevant, continue. So they all, and they were just ploughing straight through, like over fences and then through (laughs) pools and all sorts. Four of the five were arrested. Yeah, I was going to say. Were you trespassing on like 100 properties? No, no, that wasn't it. Um, They actually ended up meeting up at a certain point and had to do all these drinking challenges in a 
photographer from the Otago Daily Times started coming up and taking photos of them. So they uh, grabbed and smashed his camera and all got arrested. <laughs> so, yeah. That's I like a, how four of them smashed the camera. Yeah. And one just... He was probably the health science student. Yeah, for sure. You know, that had bigger fish to fry. How did the Otago Daily Times go prove it was them without a camera? Who knows? Who knows? The photos will be lost forever. Like our lad's trip GoPro that we got this crazy footage all around Vegas and then lost it in the rental car on the way home. Who knows where that footage is? I'd I'd pay big money for that footage. Oh, shocker. Um, Something quite... um, Something quite like yeah, no, not sentimental, but something quite like fitting about it being like you know the what happens in Vegas. Yeah, but you'd want to see it. Oh, you, like you know, like well, tell yourself what? that all you like, but it, it is fitting and it's quite sort of like no one will even know. But there's just going to be like some like ten year old kid who's going to be like, oh my god, a GoPro. I can charge this up, make sure it's working, sell it, make some extra pocket money, or use it to make some backyard vids, and it's just going to put it on. It's just going to be like... That could have been counselling right now. Just the most, the most horrendous behind-the-bead curtain sort of yeah. stuff you could ever see. If you were on that TV show Going Straight, mm-hmm. would you put enough faith in the fact that... <laughs> the name is just... Yeah. <laughs> would you put enough faith in the fact that you were going to be safe if it was televised? You'd have to be, but I reckon some of those shows would be real dicely set up. Like, yeah. they had, like, explosions and stuff going on around you. But most of it was, like, I'm not that big on the yuck challenges. Like, you know, like... I'd always be good with the, eating. The eating second, would be my strength. The second round of Fear Factor where it's, like, you've got to eat, like, this fucking 10-year-old squid that's been rotting. Shout out to and, the giant squid at Te Papa. But inside like, of pig's cock. Inside of pig's cock. Yeah. And you've got to do it when you're bloody, I don't know, blindfolded, but you're, oh, I don't know. You're in a portalo at a festival. Yeah, yeah, you've got to get a funnel under the portalo and we're just going to empty it out. Yeah, we mouth. get the point. Um, so you wouldn't go <laughs> We good, get the point, it's we, gross. We wouldn't go good, you wouldn't go good for the eating ones. I could eat it. Gross ones. I, I eat sorts of, I don't eat all sorts of yuck shit, but like, you know, like I could, yeah. I could block my nose and you know, if it's on the TV show, they're probably going to make it so it's not going to kill you. Yeah. They're not just going to be like, we've got this massive bowl of raw chicken that's been sitting out for a week, and that's the final challenge, so dig in. It, w- it always would still be sort of gnarly, though. Like, did you see that tragic story um, in the States about how that NHL player got hit in the chest with a firework and died um, at 4th of July? They had no. a fireworks display, and one mm. of them got lit and it fell over, and he jumped in front of his mate and his pregnant missus and got shot in the chest with it and died, a goalie for the... In the NHL, so young twenty. I, I hate how we do these stories and don't have a name. No, like, but and yeah. not, also not sure how that's related to eating. I'm just talking about like the susness of like a fight of like explosions. Oh, yeah. yeah, you never yeah. really oh, yeah. know They're for sure if you're walking place. through them how yeah. it could go wrong. So there was a um an Inverness in Scotland. There was like this big annual fireworks show that they were trying to start up one year. And they have 30 minutes of fireworks, which are all going to be, like, timed. Because it's all, like, pyrotechnics set up those things. They don't even, they don't even light a match anymore. It's an enter on a computer. Yeah, and it's all done on, like, timing. Because, you know, like, shit, like, who's running up and lighting one and lighting one and timing it? <laughs> and they had 30 minutes of fireworks, and they went off, and they miscalculated it, and they all went off in 30 seconds. We'll oh, post wow. it on the social media later. It is absolutely classic. Chaos. Because everyone's going, like, oh, my God, woo! And it just, like, stops. And it's just, like, it just looks like an absolute explosion yeah but going I'm just realised we just skipped over do you know any movies that should have been made about not our lives but we were talking before I was saying there should be topics a topic maybe about the New Zealand cine epidemic yep um, which would actually be quite serious I think it'd be more of a petty gal would do it what would the name of it be Sin City (laughs) 
There you go. <laughs> Saints or sinners. Saints or sinners. Um, yours sincerely. Yeah. Quite sort of a bit of a thinker. That's quite poetic. Yeah. Um, I think another good idea for a movie would be maybe picture this. I'll mm. set the scene. Mm-hmm. A sandy beach. Nice. A bit of rubbish blowing over it. Oh, no. Then a property developer sitting with his head in his hands. We tried, but we failed. The new Brighton story. Oh, I would watch that. We tried, but we sailed. But we failed. We sailed, <laughs> yeah, there you go. We sailed away. Yeah, there you and go. And that could actually be a prequel to the Cine movie. Yeah. I feel like, potentially. I was thinking about the rise and demise of Heelys. Yeah. You know, the heel, the heel yeah, yeah, wheels. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was never allowed them, unfortunately, when I was a kid, but they were just all the rage, mm-hmm. and they've just disappeared into thin air. Into sin air. Into sin air. I feel like the sin air, that's the pre you know on air. You know how Jim Carrey got the, well, I'm not sure if you do know this, but he got multi-movie deals, so he did, like, the Ace Ventura's and Liar 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 at the same time. Um, at the same time, okay. Well, like, yeah, Dumb and Dumber, whatever, whatever the movie, I think it was Ace Ventura, Dumb and Dumber, yeah. and... um. Lie, lie, all at once. John Travolta, Saturday Night Fever, Grease. We could cast someone in all three of those movies because they're all touching on the same base. Mm, mm. I feel like... Um, who would you cast, though? Cinnies, Heelys, and a beach. It's very three very different topics. But all in the same. You just, I don't I, know where the Heelys are coming into this. New Brighton Skate Park? Thompson Park. Yeah. Yeah, true. Are you on the... They, Group big, big bowl at that park. Probably yeah. not the only, probably not the only type. Um, are you on the Christchurch thirties, forties uh, to nineties page? No, mm. I'm not. Are you? Yeah, not age. Years. What so do you it's, mean? It's all pre. So I, there's like things like Papanui Road, nineteen sixty-five. Oh, okay. I think they're forty-year-olds to ninety-year-olds, and I was like, it sounds just like a bit of a key in the hat sort of scenario. And what am I doing on there? Yeah, no, I'm too young. Yeah, yeah. I get it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like the tram used to go out to Sumner. Yes. Which was awesome. Which yep. would have been awesome. Imagine how slow that would go. <laughs> oh my God, that would be boring. It would be wounding. You'd be like, and we're just setting off from the city centre now, and our estimated time of arrival is about 7pm. And so. you get there and it's just cold. Yeah. and there's no, Because there's not a lot in Sumner. No, it's a, it needs to be cooler. It, it doesn't need saving, like New Brighton. No. But I'd almost say New Brighton's got more than Sumner, yep. other than the cave, but... The cave's like it's yeah. It's people, always full of water. I hate how people claim things like it's iconic. And New Zealand's really, really bad at it. For example, the other night Giannis entered a combo, won his first NBA title, okay. right? And one news reporting on it. It's a huge story. First um title with Milwaukee have had in forty years, fifty years. And um first thing they start the news with Giannis Antetokounmpo has ended Milwaukee's NBA drought. He was drafted four places after Stephen Adams in yeah, the 2012 draft. They, they turn it around yeah. and they just always find a way to be like... It's like, you're a hill suburb with a cave. Yeah. Of course there's a fucking cave there. Yeah, yeah. It's um, And it's not that great of a cave. Not that I'm a amazing cave expert. A but cave like, connoisseur? Yeah, I'm not a, a caveologist. Um, yeah, but it's not that great. And it's not a reason to go out there. Not that we're bagging Sumner, but um, brighton has got heaps of cool stuff. Heaps. It's got a couple of cool things. That Hare Krishna cafe we went to was nice. Yep. Uh, the coffee cart. Yep. We're not really <laughs> going to be really the pair. <laughs> don't get me started on that. <laughs> um, I had an interesting thing happen to me yesterday, actually. Okay. 
Um, it's not actually that interesting, but I, it's a bit why of a start lot. a conversation with. I had something interesting happen, and okay, you've, I should have said, said I should have said life changing. Okay, um, but not that life changing. I got an air fryer. Good, and I know you're big on them. Yep. Um, I was always a bit opposed to them because I'd been had it drummed into me by uh, my mother that they're for bogans. Okay. For some, I don't know where here. Speaking of good things, bogans have some good stuff going absolutely, for them. Absolutely, absolutely. Monster caps, yep. lowered down skitters and stuff. They're uh, wicked. RTDs. Not bad. Yeah, yep. not bad. Um, Silkies. Silkies. We're, we're big on the silkies, but hey, we've only got an hour, so we can't... Um, we can't keep into, listening. We can't, go yep. into, we can't go into that. I'll tell you what, in this chair, I'll be sliding all over the place with my silkies, eh? But um, how good are air fryers? Literally, I've used it for the last four meals, and I got it yesterday. You're later to the party than good friend of the show, Andrew Barry, only getting a smartphone in 2017. <laughs> Mate, of course they're good. There's cookbooks at Kmart dedicated well, cook- to air fryers. There's cookbooks at Kmart dedicated to air fryers, but there's not even any air fryers at Kmart. They're all sold out. Yeah. They fly off the shelves. And it got me thinking, because they're so revolutionary, what can you, what else can you do with these things other than just cook veggies and cook chicken? Like, can you bake a cake? Yes. Can you can do deep fried Mars bars in them, steaks. Well, they won't be deep fried, they'll just be air well, fried. Well, air fried, yeah, the same, yeah. I did actually yeah. see at Kmart a deep fryer as well. Yeah, that's shocking. And I didn't see any air fryer, so I thought... I could just get one of them. This is going against what I've come here for. It the purpose. Where'd you buy it from? Briscoe's. Uh, the Harvey Norman outlet store with all the seconds. So, got a good deal on it. It's dented Don't. to shit over yeah. <laughs> still had, Still had a half-cooked chicken in it, eh? Well, you're a health man, and yeah. you study health stuff. Um, are they that much... Uh, uh, is it a healthier way to cook? Depends how much you're cooking stuff. Okay. Like if you're deep frying it, or if you're even just pan frying it, was yeah. not using any oil. Nah, it's so like it's a hair better. dryer. Yeah, so it's better for it. Yeah, it's way better. No. Oh. I was thinking, um, do you think you cook meth in one? I don't know. I don't, know the, I don't know the procedures of cooking was, meth. It was the first thing I thought of. Really? No, not the first thing. Um, tell you what, the Harvey Norman's bloody 17-year-old floor assistant was really shocked when I asked him that. Mm. But, you know, for your, for your more health-conscious addict trying to watch their way a wee bit. But I don't think that's ever an issue for any method, <laughs> meth or hard drug user as, uh, oh, jeez, I've got a bit of weight on. <laughs> yes. Maybe just ha- have we tug on this and, uh, are we toke? Oh, sorry, oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, I don't know where that came from. Freudian slip. Have we uh, toke on this we and then t- just not eat for a couple Before of days. Have we tug on this and yeah. uh, see how you feel afterwards. Mm. But enough about the behind the beads section. Um, but yeah, they're great. They're bloody amazing, eh? And I think it's going to revolution. Because we're, in my house, we're big fans of the slow cooker. Yeah, I'm. Oh, you know my thoughts on it. Massive, massive fans of the slow cooker. Um, my brother actually just chucks like a full chicken in there. Yeah, and you know, just chucking on low. It's it's like passive income of cooking. Yeah, you know, it just slowly ticks over, and that's what Tip I'm all about. Man. Smart stuff, you know. Yeah, work harder, not smarter. Yeah, absolutely. What? Work smarter, not harder. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh well, I made macaroni and cheese yesterday. How was it? Jeez, is this is a good episode. Is cooking it? show? D- yeah, yeah, um, that's all right. I made the mistake of following a Jamie Oliver no. YouTube video. No, no, no. Bad. Hear me out. Hear me out. Because they use about 100 ingredients, those people. Well, what I didn't actually realise at the time was when they do those shows, it may be a five-minute video, six-minute video, they've already done all the prep. Mm. So I'm doing it on the fly as I'm watching the video <laughs> no. as things are cooking. Yeah. So it's like, he'll be like, oh, yep, and in goes the cheese. I haven't grated the cheese. No. And, and the sauce is and bubbling. You didn't, buy, you didn't buy a bag of pre-grated, did you? Parmesan I did 
Yep. Oh, that's all right. Parmesan's okay. Yeah. Regular I, cheese lazy. I bought um, some Gruyere and some Tasty. Tasty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like the Tasty cheese. Yeah. Because it makes it... Um, it's just got a funny name. Yeah. Tasty. Colby? Who's Colby? What sort of cheese is made backwards? What? Edam. Mm-hmm. Spell it out. Um... Anyway, okay. you had you grated your cheese. That's when you need a week. No, but I didn't have any. I was saying, it I was just, your partner, not your sous, your sous chef. No, she was, I was making the dish for her. Ah, but you know what I did? Nice herb bread crumb and bacon crust on the top. Oh. Again, didn't cut the bacon small enough, like Jamie. Oh, no. So it was just big stringy bits of bacon <laughs> all over it, just flopping down and burning yeah. your chin. And it, it, it's a temperature. It's one of those. There's a few dishes in the because we have a wee culinary section now, right? Eh? We'll, we'll, we'll talk food for of a little course. bit. It wouldn't be the show without it. Yeah. Yeah, it wouldn't. Um, and there's some food that you say, I seem to eat that's never the right temperature. No. It's either screaming hot, and macaroni and cheese is one of them. You either get it in the middle and it's cold in the middle and boiling around the outside, or you have it and it just goes straight down your chin and just blisters you. Mm, but in restaurants, they can't nail it either. Really? They're always boiling. They're always way too hot. It's probably because mm. we just eat in shit places that microwave them, but... And also, we're probably too greedy when they come out, yeah. just straight into the cauliflower. Now, chips. just so you know, it's going to be a bit hot. It's, you're just sitting there, and gone. Mouth <laughs> <laughs> steam coming out of your freaking ears. Do you tuck the napkin into your front when you eat at a table, like Tony no, Soprano? I was about to say I don't like to pretend I'm a mobster. I like it. I, I like to put it on my lap. Yeah, yeah, just because like. Is it know. weird the wa- a waiter doing that for you, putting it into your sh- into your shirt? The shirt, <laughs> yes. The lap is weird if the waiter does it if they pat it flat. Yeah. <laughs> or is it more and weird if they, put, if they put the napkin down and it's refusing to go flat? <laughs> there's just a tent in the there's just a tent at the table. I've got a um interesting yarn about Jamie Oliver. Okay. Um God, that sounded so excited, doesn't it? Okay. <laughs> Are you just a massive fanboy of the old Nate? I am actually. Now? Yeah. He's I do a good like fella. Him. Never yeah. met him, but like I'm sure he means well. Uh so I actually had a job trial at one of his restaurants. Okay. Um overseas and didn't get it. So what, what yeah, was it a hit chef you, role? Fuck you, Jamie. Um, no, just kidding. Love you, Jamie. Um, if I met you, don't actually know you. But went there, did the trial, and everything there is Jamie Oliver. So you all the flour they use is Jamie Oliver flour. He's got like a. It's a mogul way for you. Yeah, That's he's got a full, all the wine. Well, they had a couple of other wines that were a bit more expensive. All the house wines with Jamie Oliver wines so it's every, pretty much everything there's he's got his own pasta he's got all this crap do you set yourself is up for failure like that or is that absolutely brilliant I think he's doing alright yeah I think he's doing alright for himself um, because apparently the, a lot of like of being absolutely a lot of those celebrity chef stretching himself too thin just like his pasta maybe <laughs> so to speak a lot of those <laughs> celebrity chefs end up a lot of the restaurants close. Gordon Ramsay has restaurants that fail all over the world for everyone that mm. one that goes good. Mm. I'm not going to say three fail because I don't know that as a fact. But mate, when have we ever fact checked? No, <laughs> that's something we said we were going to be better on in the new year. It's yeah, August. Well. It's August next week. Oh. Haven't said a single fact on the show. Yeah, right. Um, that month. But yeah, I had an asparagus salad when I went to Gordon Ramsay's restaurant. That was a mistake. What? Okay. I like asparagus. Makes your piss smell funny though. It does just like Barocca. Yep, and green tea. Um, does it? Mm. I so anyway, I went in for this trial. Everything's Jamie Oliver. It's a ma- obviously he is the brand. You know, it's Jamie. Jamie's Italian kitchen. Uh, and you I didn't decide- have knives or any qualifications. I wasn't chefing. Oh right, okay. Yeah. <laughs> just go, just get the knives. And just just open the knife. You open your knife. See it's there will be. It's not Gordon. It's not Gordon Ramsay's. <laughs> go and just right. So what stove should I chuck these on? Um, and I would signed two different contracts just for a trial shift. What yeah. for? Confidentiality. One was, a, one was a confidentiality one, 
and one was to say that I wouldn't be uh, no defamation against the name if I didn't get the job, which I realised which, which just I realised I've just broken. So. Oh, good day, mate. Oh, he's naked. What the hell's going on there? No, that's your subpoena. (laughs) See you in court. Um, But yeah, they take it really seriously. Can imagine. So the asparagus salad. This is Gordon Ramsay. This is another chef. Have you ever heard of him? Um, Yeah, somewhat. Bad-tempered bastard, yeah. Ah, okay. Um, Is that the guy with the frosted tips who wears the flame shirt, is it? Grant. What's that, guys? Grant Guy Ferrelli. Grant Lamborghini? Greg Ferrari. I don't know. Some supercar name. No, it's yeah. um, yeah, Guy Frizzer. <laughs> Frella the Tony. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's a weird one with, like... I don't know. I think the hospitality industry is just nuts in the sense of, like, places can just bomb or yeah. not, can't they? So, yes. And, and those places, like Gordon Ramsay's one, like, how many restaurants does he have? Like, a million? No, no, no. Like, a hundred? A million, a million. A million. And he's, geez, he must do a lot of cooking. Just <laughs> a few hours. He's like running around all over the place. Yeah, I'd say 200. 200? See, if I was, a, do you know that for a fact, Nick? Is it just yes. going to be like 20? I reckon it's going to be way, you're going to Google that. I reckon it's going to be way less. If I was going to be a professional chef, which, God, I could not be, <laughs> just in terms of that I'm a shit cook, uh, for starters, I just don't handle the stress well either. And also... I don't know, just the heat, the knives, it's just a bit scary for me. Whoa. Um, Far how, out. How many? Guess. 300. 35. <laughs> what? You're close. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, You'd want to go down, obviously not in his more later years, because he's tragically not with us anymore, the more Anthony Bourdain mm-hmm. way that he went. He didn't have the any... heroin? Yeah, maybe not so much that, and also okay. him taking his own life. But He's he, a rock star. He's a rock star for sure. But he... I don't think he had any restaurants. No. But he actually says in his book that he was actually kind of a shit chef <laughs> quite a bit. Right, yeah. But he obviously turned it into his epic career. And I feel like if you... Do, the restaurants are always going to come with so much stress. Yeah. And so much balancing. Surely you want to just release a few cookbooks. It's, well, the thing is, to go back to a personal friend... Uh, not a personal friend. An a friend idol. Of, a friend of the shows. Jamie Oliver. Yeah. Um, if you don't know them, just say a friend of the shows and assume that they listen. Um, which I hope he's not. I can't imagine he would be a fine dining chef. You no, know what he to do. burgers and stuff. Yeah. He's wholesome. Yeah. Like Nigella Lawson. Yeah. Except she loves Coke. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. I'm sure she's not well, the there only... There you go. There's sure a... she's not the only chef that loves cocaine. Yeah. Maybe. But, yeah, um, there's a nice little culinary segment. But yeah, he is. he's into burgers and stuff, isn't he? So... Oh, whatever. Yeah. How was your tramp? Oh, it was tough. Tough. It was tough, mate. Um, we were pretty unprepared, to be honest. Well, I saw you in shorts in the snow. <laughs> so, uh... <coughs> Excuse me. I'm actually a bit sick after it. A little bit of a frog in my throat, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, and, no, it was good. So we, I thought we were just going to go up. So we did Mount Summers. Up the left-hand side. Uh, mate, let's just say the east side, just mm-hmm. so I sound a bit more like I know what I'm talking about. By Caroline Bay. Yeah, but <laughs> I, I always say Caroline Bay. I'm thinking of the other one in Dunners. But, um, so yeah, you know, you're 3K in, you've just drank your own piss just to, but your beer grills does it. So yeah, yeah. yeah. The way you're go. going full CIA. Yeah, for sure. Um, but get to the hut, and then we're like, oh, we'll just loop right round back to the car. Mm-hmm. And so we've walked right round. It's been grueling. It started snowing up at the top. Any intentions um, to spend the night? or We spent the night the, in the, the hut. Okay. So it was 10k to the hut. And then to get back around was another like 30k. Okay. 
So, which what we thought it was 30k. <clears throat> so he walked up around the top. It was so really tough yakka. Um, undulated a lot, which is a new term I've picked up, which means up and down a lot. Uh, yes, it's not as impressive if you have to explain it when you use it. Mm-hmm. But we got to the other car park on the other side, and we didn't have enough food and whatnot by this stage. We completely run bare. I was just eating my fingernails by that point. And we say to this person, like, how far is it to get to the other car park? You know, we're at the base now. Can we just nip across, so to speak? Mm. And um, they're like, yeah, maybe go to the cafe. It's about a K down the road. We'll give you a lift. Uh-huh. And we'll, they'll be able to point you in the right direction down there. The cafe is about 6K away. So this family drop us off at this cafe. Mm. We have a ridiculous feed. And then we say to the guy, like, how far is it to get to the other car park? And he's like, it's about 35K from here. And this is about 4 p.m. So did you walk it? Nah, we were just like, we can't, we can't walk this. Like it's like piss, starts pissing down as well. Did you hitchhike? Well, well, we said, what's the reality of being able to hitchhike? Pretty much just saying like, can you, can you give us? us a lift? Like you know, um, what do were you they do? going that way? We're just at the cafe, so the family had bugged off back to Christchurch. They weren't going that way at all, um, and we were in their boots, so I don't think they really wanted to give us a ride. And call them back, huh? Call them back. Yeah, could have, eh? Just waved them down. They could have left one of their kids there for a bit of money to taxi home the next day or something. But no reception for Uber. No. But um, he, the cafe owner wasn't budging, so he said... Did he a, say no? We didn't ask him for a lift. We were just like, can you hitchhike? Can you walk? Blah, blah, blah. Um, walking on just like a road, so we're not hiking anymore. And then he said that there's a local guy that can give you a lift there for like 30 bucks. He just like lives a couple of doors down. So shout out to Bruce for saving our asses. Did he make you pay? Yeah, yeah, we paid. It was like a good like twenty minute drive. Right. So no, but other than that, very good. Bruce and the cafe owner must have a little side hustle oh, going for on. Oh, sure. I I, and yeah, get in the car, give them the money, and it's like two hundred meters down the road. Yeah, it's a real um, it's a real Wolf Creek setup. Real Southeast Asian Asia sort of a scam, isn't it? Yeah. What have you ever been scammed? Oh, many times. Are you? Are you a good? What are they called? Mark. Target? Are you a good Mark? You know, the um, person that they scope out. They see you, the bumbling, bloody sunburnt foreigner with the bum bag out the front. Just cash, unzipping it, looking side to side. Cash like, falling out everywhere. Those fucking travel wallet things are so stupid, although I have been done a few times, so... Yeah, yeah. well, there you go. Yep. Um, keep I mean, all your stuff in one place, so if someone does get it, they get everything. Yeah. They get all your cash, your passport, your wallet, your credit cards... Yeah, it's always tough in some countries where you're like, do I trust this place more to leave my passport than to have it on me? You know what leave I mean? it in the room. Yeah. We, um, the first night in Cambodia, we, my mate had just lost his passport. <clears throat> he left it on a bus, which was very silly of him. So we got to this village and we're like, right, we'll go to the police station. We know the bus company, but we just, we need someone who can speak Cambodian mm-hmm. and English as well. So we went to the police station and we're slowly sorting this out and this American guy walks in just looking like absolutely rattled. Dishevelled. And we're just like, hey, go mate, like, what's going on? Just yarning to him when we were sort of in the waiting room. And he had been, we got to a hostel two days earlier and then that night he'd taken some sleeping pills because he was all jet lagged and all mm-hmm. messed up. And he remembers seeing one of the maids outside just like walking around, like just like wiping some stuff and he fell asleep and woke up and all of his stuff was gone. Literally, bag, wallet, passport, cash, phone, everything. And she wasn't even a cleaner. 
just some chick who'd just gone to the hostel <laughs> just completely rinsed him of everything, eh? Oh, that must... Imagine some of the, those cops must just... Do you know what that. I said to him? I said, shame. No, I didn't. We gave him, we gave him some cash and, like, help, tried to help him out as much you as should we could. You should have given him your passport. Yeah, just coloured the hair and Here brown. Here you go, fella. Yeah, like. it was Idris Elba, so, you know, they can't see that he's British on it, so he could have gone away you with it. straight away. But what scams have you fell for? Um... Oh, just just the typical ones, like I gypsy got, throwing a baby to you in the subway. Yeah, someone just threw, uh, just scanned my credit <clears throat> card at a Ramada in Venice Beach and just used it and just bought all these flights and shit online with a, a pay. Um, so I gave I gave a copy of my credit card to the hotel I was staying at, and I genuinely think that the employee I gave it to just went and scanned it and just started using it. Mm, take take a photo of it. Yeah, exactly. Easy as it's quite a, it's quite oh. an archaic sort of thing to actually ask for that because it's like. Why do you need a copy of all this person's, you know, you're putting a lot of trust in it. Yeah, I guess it's... Um, it would happen yeah, very if, rarely. If you smash the room up or if you, ch- you know, yeah. if there's any sort of discrepancy in that case. But also I heard in London it's becoming quite popular for people because now you can do contactless. Yeah. Um, there's some sort of devices, I guess portable FPOS machines. Mm-hmm. Just go into, go into the tube, just walk up the pockets with it on, just in your hand. If it's like really cramped, yeah. just slide it up next to the pockets and... If someone, if I had ten dollars randomly go missing out of my account from some random You're company not name, I'm bringing a huge investigation, it, are you? No, if it just said something completely, like yeah. random, like I don't know. Well, where do you even start? What was crazy is probably the biggest scam mm. actually got well, done. The bank's not going to care. Yeah, ten bucks, we'll just give it back to you. Here you go. Our family actually got done when we were going over for my mum's sixtieth to Greece. Mm. We um, tried to book. My sister tried to book this um, Airbnb type. It wasn't on Airbnb, but it was like. Um, sort of so holiday right. homes for sale and uh, for rent in Santorini and we put in the dates we wanted to go and it said fully booked but what had happened is there was a the scammers had set up a shadow site oh yeah so anytime someone booked re- redirect you like anytime snap. someone wanted to book it pinged to them and then they messaged saying like a day later hey we see you've inquired there's been a cancellation mm and they were so legit like we comb- so you cannot tell the difference so. we combed through it they said like all the stuff they had like restaurants to eat at and where the key was and it was just like people say oh it's so hard to get sucked into like rah, rah, rah. mate this was so foolproof that and then yeah we ended up just they were like oh <clears> um, we'll save the fee just tra- bank, give us do a bank transfer after we'd been in correspondence for like two weeks mm. and um, they were sending us photos of it and it was just like you were yarning to someone and mm. nah gone yeah there's um yeah, yeah it's interesting i mean it's horrible that happened but there's there's literally businesses in i think quite a lot in eastern europe mm-hmm. where they're in like office buildings and they're legitimate businesses not legitimate but like full-on if you manage to get like in touch with them and stuff you ring up and they seem completely legit and they've got like receptionists and all this stuff yep. but their business is ripping off credit cards and yeah. stuff like that maybe not in the same way but it's mental eh? I actually had something random and it's happened to a mate of mine as well where I got this is it only like a couple of months ago about 230 bucks taken out of my account by a cosmetics clinic in New Zealand I won't name what one it was um, had you had any well I paid for my lips I don't even I'd already settled up you got up. a full back second crack wax I'd legitimately settled, it was I'd, a voucher I'd settled up I'd, yeah you know, I'd settled up my um, cosmetic lip job uh, but yeah, and I just rang them up, and they're like, oh, look, we're a franchise, so we don't know what store it came from, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, look, this 100% isn't me. Uh, rang my bank, ended up, I'm sure they're insured up to their 
eyeballs with certain things or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, if they can see blatant fraud, yeah, for like if sure. You've never set foot in the in the. I was like, I was like, look, like I actually have a. I spent money about ten minutes. It turns out one of these ones was in like Rangiro, and that's where my money had gone to. And it's like I was like five minutes later, I was buying like a bloody pie or probably something disgusting like that from this dairy. Um, they said, oh yeah, what flavour? No, and yeah, just I don't know how the hell that happened. Just, re- just. I, Did I you get it back? It. Yeah, got it back eventually. Yeah. Um, happened to a mate as well. I guess with some of those websites, not that this company, this company was legit though. So, but do, do they not notice? If the I rang them up and they're like, "Oh, we'll get like the accountant to the what such and such to ring you next week." And by the time they'd rang me, it was all sorted. Far out. But weird, eh? But it doesn't. I one scam I do like, um, as far as scams go, is the guys on the beach in Spain with the mojitos. Right. Have you seen them? No. They're vintage ass. They're <clears throat> so they wander around and like they a lot of them are Indian guys and they not that that makes any difference at all, but they wander around and they're wearing like full kit, like hoodies and stuff. I guess that's why I said Indian because they're obviously used to the heat. Mm-hmm. But they have these like plastic cups with brown liquid in it, with like a piece of mint and a wee bit of lime bit of ice and they walk around trying to sell them for a couple of euros but then in the other hand they have a bottle of Captain Morgan's rum that's got like a tenth of the bottle left in it and so they walk around sell them to you you have a sip and it's just water (laughs) it's actually crack up I bought one of those for like four euros I was like oh no, no. But, and, but the rum they have it like that so it's like oh look like, we've sold them. heaps of them yeah or like it's real strong it's real strong I had them in a tray and you see people like because you can negotiate the price we saw people like giving them like 50 euros for like four yeah and then this guy just like scuttles off pretty bloody smartly well I remember when I was but the mahit it's just I mean, it's a scam, but like, it's pretty hard case because yeah. they're putting quite a bit of work into it and stuff. It's yeah. Um, I, God, they put a lot of lime cordial in that water as well. <laughs> they, um, this guy tried to sell me a thing called like a, a sex helper um, in front of the <laughs> Eiffel Tower. You know the a Eif- Swedish made penis enlarger by any chance? The, uh, the Eiffel Tower is probably the scam capital of the world. There's people selling bottles of wine and flowers, and because mm. I guess they're just playing up to if people of the as as, as a couple like let's be real romantic and have a bottle of cheap shitty wine under yeah. the Eiffel Tower yeah. this guy's like here this will help you with your sex like you tie it oh, around your no. dick it's just red white and green uh, red white and blue the French colours just string nice did you buy it? no didn't need it <laughs> bullshit yeah it cuts off circulation yeah I was like what I was like at least get creative <clears throat> what was he, that's pretty creative is it? what was he slinging him for? I don't know I didn't ask because he'd get away from me yeah true and they talk you into it. I had um, the classic flower one on the London Bridge where some chick just came and gave me a flower mm. and then said she was going to put like a voodoo curse on me because I didn't give her any money. And I was like, yeah. go for it. I remember the first time I went to New York, um, we were in Times Square and these guys came up to us and was like, here, like gave us this big spiel. Like, I'm just trying to make a life for myself. Like, I've always wanted to be an MC. Like, rather, there's probably about four of them like circled us, must just see the tourists. And they're like, you know what, brother? Like, I want you to, you know, I want you to tell me what it's worth. Like, it was just like a CD with like, like had been burnt and it had his name on it and telling me all his story and had a, he'd even had like a CD cover in it and stuff. And he's like, and I'd be like, I eventually got to the point where I was just like, first trip away to America, I was quite like naive as a tourist. I was like, look, mate, just I'll give you ten bucks to 
Yeah. Just go. He's like, I'm going to need a little higher. I'm going to need a little higher. And just wouldn't let yeah. us leave. And I was just like, okay, mate, here's 20 bucks. Like, just go away. Like, yeah. I, it was getting, like, quite intimidating by that point. And I was just so over it. And um, got home and it was just a CD full of just normal songs. Dire Straits was on there from memory. Oh, nice. That's so, all right. For you, 20 bucks? I remember thinking when I walked away, I was like, man, this will actually be cool. If, if it was actually blows leg- up. And if it was actually huge. legit, or if he, imagine if it's J Cole or something, even if he didn't blow up, if he was just like all good, yeah, you know, um, but he wasn't. wasn't <laughs> him. Hey, was he in Dire Straits? No. <laughs> Roger Waters on the streets of New York. Fallen on tough times. Um, another classic one which they do uh, is the guy in the shower in the robes, and they sell you something and say, "We'll light a candle for you back in our Tibetan temple." Oh we actually God. had one of our mates who we travelled with, and he was a shocker for a day. Like, he met some guy in London who, like, knew where this main club was, and this guy was just, like, some, like, street kid on a bike. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I'll give him, like, 50 pounds, and he's going to take us to this club and stuff. Um, He also had a candle lit for him in Tibet uh, about twice. So he's going to have, like, 10 years good luck each candle, so... Like the people that buy stars? Yeah. I've actually done that before. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I never thought about it being a scam until now, actually. So that's uh, that's $78,000 I'm never going to get back. Yep. I was planning on putting a McDonald's on it, actually. Right. But I've actually had, a couple of years ago, when I was with uh, someone, I can't remember who, at Mona Vale, mm-hmm. and some guy came up to us and was like, hey, hey, he didn't speak very much English, hey, hey, um, sort of like beckoning us over with him, and he's like, "Smell this flower, smell this flower." And I reckon he'd sprayed some like perfume or something like because it smelled like crazy. Mm. And um, then he tried getting ten bucks out of us for showing us this flower, <laughs> like, and all this. And he's like, "Yeah, I showed you this flower, like now, like ten dollars, like blah 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 blah." And I was like, "We no, nah, I was like, it doesn't like we don't do that shit." Like, it's, I, was just, I just I just cracked up because I was like, "This is what you'd expect in like." London or like Paris yeah, or like somewhere these big cities where people are desperate. Not in bloody, you know, sleep, sleepy old Fendleton. Imagine how that goes down. He probably sells it to a few times to the old biddies going in there for a cup of tea, the old retirees that think, oh, yeah, it does smell really nice. It smells like Lynx Africa. Mm. On that note, wrap it up. Wrap it up. Go, uh, go commit a few scams out on the street, maybe. Yeah. Make that should inspire money. any of you guys out there to get a side hustle going. Cheers, guys. Thank you. <laughs>